Hi. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Kingdom Talk with me, your girl, Marie Lewis. And today we are still on the topic of training up your child. And listen up. God has been speaking, okay? And for me, it is something that I needed personally in my life because I have three kids at my reason. You know, me and my husband have three kids that we're raising together. And although sometimes you feel like you have this parented thing down, but you cannot do it without God, right? You cannot do it without God. You need God in it. And every child is going to be raised differently. Every child have their own path. Every child needs different things. And you need the help of God. You need the help of the Holy Spirit to tell you how to raise that child. For example, my oldest daughter, I was given guidelines on how to raise her, what to do and what not to, what not to do. And then one day I went, I went over that. I'm like, no, she need this. You know, I'm not going to go personal, but you know, she needed it. It was some things that was going on. And I was like, and I remember saying, oh crap. I got, God told me not to do this when I'm raising her. Then he spoke to one of my pastors, make sure you don't do this. And then the first time when I went against that word, um, I had a dream and God came to me in a dream. An angel came to me and said, you have to remember that the Lord said not to do this and this. And although I don't understand why, I'm sorry, yeah, although I don't understand why, and it's so hard because even till now, I'm still not doing it because I'm like, oh my goodness, this girl don't listen sometimes. I left my daughter, but <laughs> sometimes she need a pow pow. Or, you know, but it's like, but when I see how things are going now and how she's perceiving things, I'm like, my God, this is why God said not to do this and this to her. You know, every child is raised differently. And um, I'm reaping the, re- the repercussions of not listening. So now I'm in a state of, okay, God, how do I, I repent, Father, for not listening? I want to raise up my child the way you want me to raise her up. How do I do that? You cannot raise your child up without God. I'm sorry. And we may not understand why he wants us to do certain things, but we just have to do it. Trust him and do it. The Bible says, lean not unto your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. And so I'm like, okay, God, help me. I know you said this, so I'm going to try to, I'm not try. I'm going to try because God, I need you with this. Help me because I don't want Things to turn out bad, and it's because I didn't listen to you. So now I'm like re redoing everything now the right way, and and it is so like it's oh my goodness, it's so important to lean on God when it, he he has given us these children that he trusts us with. He trusts us with these special babies. Every child that come on this earth is special. They all have a purpose. They all have a path to walk on. But God trusts us as their parents, both mother and father, to lead them to that path. The Bible says, and let me go back to our verse that we are on with this. And it's crazy because I don't know why I started this way. I had my way, but the Lord have his reasons. Um, He knows why. It's Proverbs. Proverbs. 22 verse 6 and it says train up a child in the way he should go and when she is home when she when he is old he will not depart from it 
Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I mean, the way we raise up our child, they will stay on that path. No matter if it look rocky, no matter if it look like they're turning right or left, they will stay on that path. Seek God. And one of the ways, and I know there's so many ways, people are like, okay, so what do I do? How do I train up my child the right way? Um, what, what, what am I supposed to do other than read the word of God? You have to make sure, another way, I'm sorry, is to make sure the people who is around your child, that's helping your child grow, are the people of God. Because God places us in certain places, in certain areas, right? And today I'm going to focus on education. We have to make sure the children we're around, because now we are in different times. Like when I grew up, I went to school. Um, I had teachers that was believers. I had maybe one atheist teacher that came out as atheist when I was like in ninth grade. But from elementary through through ninth grade, before I got to like 10th grade, that was my first ever atheist teacher. By the time I met her, I'm like, this thing is crazy because I had people around me that spoke positive things, that that were women and men of God um, that believed in his word. I remember in middle school, they had this thing, purity reign, where you promised to not have sex until you're married. You know, um, so I was, I grew up in a good time. Mind you, I'm not old, I'm 32 years old. And I say that proudly because I'm like, God has blessed me within that time. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel honored to be alive right now because there's a lot of people who are not alive. But anyways, so back then there's teachers and the people around us were different. So you have to make sure who's around your child. Are your children in a school that's going to help take them to God or pull them away? And they don't always have to be in a private school or in a Christian setting. Um, Because I didn't grow up in a Christian school. I went to a regular public school. But, like I said before, times have changed. But God trusts you to notice these things and notice who's around your child. I remember I was at work one day. Um. And I was working in a public school at this time. At that time, I was a substitute teacher. And I was in class with one of the teachers. Oh, my goodness. And the teacher was telling the students. This was like ninth grade. So it was like I was subbing for a student, a teacher who, it was like two teachers in the class. So I was definitely the teacher. And the teacher was telling the students, the main teacher was telling the students, it's okay to have multiple sex partners. It's okay to be to not be faithful because... If you're doing, if you're paying half the bills and he's paying half the bills, even if you guys say that you're in a relationship, you're allowed to step out. And she does that. And I was like, my goodness, what kind of craziness is this lady speaking to these kids? And some of the kids were like, oh no, this is crazy. Uh uh-uh. uh. But some of the kids were listening. And as much as I wanted to say something, it was not my place. You know, it was not my place, and I was just listening. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. How many other teachers are they going to meet this way? That's going to, I'm sorry, how many other teachers are they going to meet that's like that? There's teachers that's leading kids down the wrong path. Your child has to be in an environment that's going to help lead them 
down the right path. Lead them down the path that God has created for them. Because if not, if not, your child could find somebody who will ruin their life. And this is why it's also important to pray over your children. I pray over my children daily. I fast for my children, my family weekly. You have to because you don't know what enemy, the en- what 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 person the enemy is going to place in your child's life to try to remove them off the path that God assigned them to be on, to try to make them grow another way. I pray over my children. You have to pray, Father God. Whoever the enemy has placed in my child's life, or whatever the enemy has planned to place in my child's life, to, rem- to remove them off of your path, Father God, remove them. You said in your word, and we speak to the mountain, that is, and tell it to be moved, it shall be moved. We have the power in our mouth to, to make these mountains, these, these, these wicked people that the devil planned early for them to be gone. To be gone. Matter of fact, God trusts us to do that. That we're supposed to look that far along. We're supposed to see that far into the future. Any anybody that comes to try to, anybody that comes to, as an imposter, anybody that's an imposter in their life, after that, act like they're someone good. You have to pray that these imposters are removed. It's a Bible verse. Let me find the verse because in the name of Jesus, let me find this verse for you guys. Because you have to make sure like the, the devil plans, he knows who to put in who life. Who can, and, it, and it's not people. It's people that's going to, your children are going to trust and look up to so that when they say something, they're going to believe them. And you got to remember, there's a lot of teens when they become teenagers or whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, as kids, they're going to rebel, meaning they won't listen to you, but they'll listen to somebody else. I have students who don't listen to their parents, but they listen to me. And they'll listen to me. They'll, they'll, they would tell me things that they don't tell me, and I would lead them in the right path. I would help them. And I really believe the enemy will use the people in education to bring your child down. I've worked in the public school system and I've seen how many atheists work there, how many non-believers, how many devil worshipers and, and the things they tell the kids. I used to go to work every morning before I get there, I'm praying, driving there for the students. When I enter the classroom, I'm praying over the kids in the classroom before they even get into the classroom. Because the devil has an assignment. And the assignment is to stop the next generation. The assignment is to look at where we are now. How do you think we got there? There's so much confusion on the, around in this earth. But all of this could be can change if you not only that you're praying and you're seeking God's face, but you're checking to see who's around your child. That you can build a relationship with your child that your child can say, hey, this teacher said this to me today, just talking, and you went, like, oh no, I gotta switch that class. 
I have to switch the school. I have to talk to people in the office about what's being said. Okay, let me find this verse. Um, what is this thing? Because I, I was saying it, but I know I was saying it wrong. And of course, when I'm looking for the verse. Okay, so as it says, this is Mark 11, verse 23. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says this to a mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believe that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. That's the verse I was looking for. It will be done for you. So you have to look at every problem, every devil, every disease, every sickness, every imposter, every witch, every warlock, every demonic spirit as a mountain. And you say, I command that mountain to leave my children down in the name of Jesus. You got to speak to the situation before the situation happened. I pray for my children, husbands and wife right now. And how old are my kids? Seven, three, and one. I pray for their friends right now. Because the devil will place friends in their life. They grew up as best friends. And then this best friend take them down the wrong path. And when you're praying over your children, oh my goodness, make sure you use the word of God. You're speaking the word. You're believing in what you're praying. And that you do not doubt. Because you have to remember, God trusts you with these kids. And he wants you to raise them a certain way. So that when they get older, they will never depart. So however you choose to raise your child, they will not depart from that when they get older. He wants us to train them up. Everything matters from the things they watch, from the places they go, from the people around them. And that's why I try so hard. I try so hard. I'm like, God, I want, my, I want to make sure me and my kids have a good relationship. They can, all, they can always come to me and tell me things. Because ain't no devil coming after my kids. My children will, will, will not grow up with generational curses, and they will not add curses back onto their lives or on, onto the lives of their children. You have to teach them now. Be their first teachers. So when somebody come to them and say something, they'll say, oh, no, what she said ain't right. What he said is not right. That goes against what I believe. I work at a dual school right now, right? And that's a story for another day. But God is good. But I see how they're training up their children. They have kindergarten. Kids four years old and under telling you about God. Six years, six kids in middle school telling you about their God, about God. And, and it's like, 
why can't if the rest of the world can get like this? If the rest of the world can get that like this, my God, what kind of who would live in a better in a better world? We have to train up our children. Train them up according to the word of God on their lives, for their lives. Train them up according to what the Bible says. Do not let anybody be around your child. Do not let anybody with negative plans speak into your child's life. How will you know their plans? By prayer. God will reveal some things. I remember, for example, right? I was praying. I was praying for my son before he was born. And I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm praying and I'm fasting. And then I have a vision during a fast. And I saw that my son was on a wheelchair. And actually, this is how I got his name. And my husband confirmed the name. And in the, in the vision, I said, Isaiah. Hold on. I said something like that. He was willing a wheelchair. I got out of the vision. I said, oh, so the devil tried to make my son handicapped. Or, so I prayed against everything dealing with wheelchair, sickness, accidents, anything like that. I prayed over my womb. I prayed over him, but God showed it to me because I was seeking his face. So whatever the enemy was planning, whether it was through birth or through an accident or whatever it could have been, it was canceled. Who kids? Not mine. And not yours neither. So he will show you things. Or this, he will show you visions and dreams and, and, and all these different things of what's going on in your kid's life. How to handle the situation. Who's in your kid's life that's not supposed to be there? Ahead of time. You don't have to wait. For the devil to come to attack. Because you have to know that the Bible said he is a war. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get the verse. Because it's in, at the tip of my tongue. Because he's looking to see who he can devour. I think it says he is like a warring lion seeking to see who he can devour. See, it says in 1 Peter 5, verse 8, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. So that means he's looking to see who he can attack. So you don't wait for him to attack. You have to make sure you're, you're going after him first. You're praying over your child. You're, you're speaking over your child. You're canceling his plans. Because he's looking, okay, I'm going to do this. I think I, I can come this way. I, I should do that. But if you stay one step ahead of him with prayer, he loses. That's why he's seeking. He's looking to see who he can devour. Why is he looking? To see who, who have their eyes closed. Who's not paying attention? Who's not praying? Who's not seeking God's face? Who's left open? 
Do not give him that opportunity to get to your children. I pray. And mind you, I have a busy schedule. Sometimes I'm like, God, how do I make time? God, help me make time. But God helps me make the time. Whether it's during my lunch break, whether it's my car ride, my shower time, praying the kids to sleep, you have to find that time because you do not want anything to happen to your children. The children that God trusts you. He said, train them up in a way. And when they grow older, they will not depart. So he wants you to train them up in a way. He wants them to stay on the path that he has for them. All of us have destinies. Where we are not is because of what our parents did. Some did good, some did it. But by the grace of God, we're still here. And we're, and we're walking the path out. So now it's our turn to do it for our children. We have to raise them up the right way. Train them up the right way. Be careful who you let them be around. Because I'm telling you, the people around them is the one that can either poison them or pour pour life into them. Either they're going to bring light or darkness. And you don't want them to bring darkness. I don't care if, if your child is sports and their coach, whoever it is. Uh-uh, you better find another coach. Or you better start praying over that coach. If it's a friend, pray over that person. Pray over you. They te- I'm telling you, the teachers matter. I don't brought so many kids to Christ. But as I'm bringing them to Christ, as I'm bringing them closer to God, and I really miss high school because of that, but as I'm bringing them closer to God, imagine the ones that's bringing them, who's pushing them away from God. You have to pray. There are some teachers that may speak things on your children like, oh, I think your child may be delayed in this. I think, no, you better get rid of that teacher or you better start. I remember my daughter had a um, tutor. She, if she stands a tutor. Tutor is like, I think she might be dyslexia because she's writing this letter or she's reading backwards. She's seeing the words backwards. And at first it was getting to me. And my husband was like, why are you let her speak over, over Kayla? And when I stopped, I said, oh no, she need another tutor. Then I said, no, I'm not going to change the tutor because she's a really good tutor. I'm just going to pray. And guess what? She stopped. And because she was speaking that to put my, without her knowing that the devil was using her to put my daughter on another path. And that path would have brought her not where God, because she would have grew up thinking she's dyslexia. She would have probably started believing in what she's hearing. I had to tell her, hey, I told her to her, please. I don't want you saying that over my kid anymore. And I started to pray and cancel her words cancel all oh, her their thoughts. My goodness, what we what the, well, I said what we because I'm also I'm, I'm a teacher. What we think about your child matters. Because the Bible said, if if you look at somebody in a in a lustful way, you already sinned. So we put in these thoughts out. It matters. So I started canceling thoughts of this conversation. Everything I started praying, and guess what? She stopped saying it. And my daughter's doing fine. We have to be careful who our child is around. 
And we have to make sure it's our job, it's our business to train them up the right way. It's either you're going to do it or someone else is. And if someone else does it, it's not guaranteed that they're doing it the right way because God trusted you with that child. Don't lose your child to the enemy. Don't lose your child to the I see so many people right now saying they black Israelites and all type of crazy stuff. And oh my goodness, the things that they're saying are ridiculous. But how did how did they get that far? A lot of them have praying mothers, right? They have mothers, or they grew up in church. But the people around them took them there. But how did those people, how were those people allowed to take them there? Because the devil was seeking. He was looking like a roaring light to see who he was going to devour. He said, oh, okay. I see her right there. I know what I'm going to do. Oh, I don't see no shields around her. She looked open. Oh, I know exactly how to get in there. So I'll give you some thoughts. And then he sent somebody into your life. Then that person started talking to you. And then when you close your eyes and you open your eyes again, that person is a changed person. It matters. It matters. Be careful. Be careful. Do not play. Don't even look at your children as your children. Look at them as, okay, these are God's children. And I have to do this right. This is an assignment on my life to raise them up the right way, to train them up for God's kingdom, to train them up to do what God created them to do. This is my assignment on this earth. Outside of everything, I don't care about nothing else. Your first assignment is the one God put in your womb. The one God put in your womb. Because if you neglect that child, to worry about yourself and other things. Don't get me wrong. Think about yourself as well. Don't neglect you, but don't neglect the one God gave you. Because they can't raise themselves. They cannot. Children cannot raise children. Children cannot grow up without somebody leading them and directing them. So if you neglect them by not listening to them, by not um, seeing who's around them, by letting them go anywhere and do anything, when they grow up to do the things you did not wish for them to do, ain't nobody about to blame but yours. God trusts us with our with His children. He said He knew them. Before, he knew us before we was even put into our in the womb. He trusts us. So you have to be protective about who's around your child. And I'm telling you, your child spend most of their days where? In school. Unless they're homeschooled, then they're, they're lucky. But they spend most of their days in school. Most of their days are spent in school. And most likely if they're in high school, <laughs> they're coming home when the sun comes down because they're if they're in after school activities, if they're in band, dance, cheerleading, track, um, um, whatever else they have out there, gymnastics, whatever it is they're doing, they're spending most of their time in school. 
Then they come home at night, probably at six, do homework, take a shower, spend some time, eat dinner, go to bed, get ready for school the next day. So, I mean, the people you're leaving your child with, you have to know their agenda. You have to know their agenda. Because not everybody who walks into the classroom as a teacher is there to only, nobody there to only, um, to only teach your child. Because when we there as teachers, we care. And we want to raise them. We want to make sure they're growing the right way. We want to make sure they're going to, but there are some teachers, the way they show they care is probably not the way you care. The things they think is important is probably not what you think is important. Because I would go ballistic if I found out a, a teacher is telling my daughter or my son that it's okay to who? It's okay to be a transgender. Matter of fact, I what um, my old job, it was a boy, and his parents were Christians. Um, I think they were seven day abandoned. They were seven day abandoned. And when I first saw him, I thought he was a girl. He had a wig on, he had a pink sweater on. He looked like a like, beautiful little girl. And then one day they call him downstairs. He takes off his wig. His parents can take off his wig. He pulls off his sweater and then he goes down, well, downstairs. He left it with the teacher. He left, or he takes it down to the off to the um nursing um the clinic, or he'll take it to the counselor. All of the people going against their parents' wishes. All the their parents' wishes. So then he leaves, they think he's a little boy. But they were upset when they found out that he was trying to be a tra- or becoming a transgender. Or he believed that he was a woman. It was very strict. That goes against the belief there. They believe in God and this and that. And the school went against their belief system. And then one day the boy come in crying. And I'm like, what's going on? After Michael, go see what's wrong with him. Because, you know, he has a better relationship with you um, than he do with me. Because I knew he knew you longer. And he just told her, um... He's having some internal problems and he, he's not ready to talk about it. But why is he having internal problems? Because he's confused. He, he's a little boy, but then because these people are helping him become an identity that he was not born to be, this is what's happening to him now. But his parents don't even know. You have to be watching and praying. Praying and watching. You have to take it serious. If I catch myself, like, I'm like, oh, did I pray? Like, I pray for my kids daily, but there's certain prayers that need to be prayed. Like, this is why I, I really do recommend everybody going on a fast for their children at least once a week. A fast for their family, the bloodline, at least once a week. Because at least you know that once a week you're seeking God's face and you're, you're, you're attacking certain things. Certain things like, like you have to. Because you don't want the wrong people around your child. But all right, y'all. I will see y'all next week. Every Friday we are on at 4 p.m. Um, 4 p.m. Let's try this again. All right, y'all. I will see you guys next week. Every Friday, we are on at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. <laughs> on YouTube, Spotify, and 
Podcast Connect, which is for Apple. I will see you guys next week at 4 p.m. Later.